so many women are walking around right now completely beating themselves up because they cannot stop or get control of their anxiety, their anger. Maybe they're depressed. They can't stop thinking negatively. They, they walk around just trying to figure out why I can't be motivated, why I can't get more done. You know, my list is long and I haven't gotten everything on my, my to-do list. Oh, 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 And they're just literally beating themselves up. But I'm going to remind everyone today and kind of like a flashback Friday today, the great news. There is actually some great news, some something positive I need you to know about your situation that would allow you to change everything pretty much immediately if you knew this. It was the big kicker for me. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about what that is and how you can do it, what it takes to do it. Let's go. Hello, Sama alaikum. Welcome back to the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslim. I'm coming to you every week on topics that you guys love, love marriage, life balance, parenting, tips on how to manage emotions, how to find a spouse, all those great things. And in today's episode, we're going to do a flashback Friday where I bring back one of the most popular classes I've ever taught. It's not going to be the whole thing, but I'm going to give you like a sound bite of some of the most powerful pieces that will help you understand what is going on in my head. Why am I so negative? Why can't I, you know, why do I act like this? Why can't I, I stop acting like this? What in the world is happening? We're going to flash back to that where I talk about it. And I want you to think to yourself and to know to yourself today that there is nothing wrong with you. You just don't have maybe the tools or the support to do what you need to do. Every single being that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created has an opportunity for khair, for good. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants you to be happy. I see a lot of women out there being martyrs. They're in their marriages suffering, thinking, oh, you just have to hold on for the kids. Oh, I just have to hold on as my parents, you know, spew toxicity on me. The The good thing about Islam is, is incredibly balanced. Women are allowed to go through challenges, but they're also allowed to address them in appropriate ways. They're also allowed to to stay in situations, walk out of situations, really depending on, you know, the particulars. I'm not going to go into all that now, but I want you to know that there are options for you. There are tools for you. There are things, and you just sitting where you are right now. Suffering is not ideal. I mean, long-term you're literally giving away your time. You're giving away your happiness. And so in today's podcast, I'm going to bring back one of my most popular classes where I teach about how to um, control or master emotions and stop caring about what other people think and really just be able to get a grip. But the most important thing about today's podcast is what it taught me was I was not crazy. There was some biology with this. There was some part of this that was not, how do you say, um, my fault, not your fault. It's the way we're designed. But guess what? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions in the Quran, he said, we made mankind anxious. He actually says it because he acknowledges it. But then he gives us the tools to not be anxious, not worry about tomorrow, not worry about our finances, not worry about my marriage, my kids constantly to the point of me making myself crippled, sick. And so 
I want to share a bit of that aha moment that I learned that changed everything for me. I'm going to do that in this podcast. Right before I do, I want to give two um, updates of information, a little housekeeping. Number one, um, a lot of you, well, actually maybe a couple. Number one, we are going to have our last book club session this Sunday. For all of you that have been enjoying our session, thank you so much. We are going to do the next one in a month or two or three, you know, up, up, up the road. So if you haven't already, or you were started off with us and then you got busy, lazy, whatever it is, I get it, but jump on in. This is about reclaiming your heart and healing you. And that's what we're covering inside that book club. Number two, for those of you who are unaware, we have been running an amazing free class, um, similar to the one that I'm about to show you now, but it's a little bit of a longer version, um, on how to master emotions. I'll link that below. We also have an entire full course on how to master emotions, and I have taught that for years. And actually, in the in the next maybe 48 hours, we have a special coupon for women. We know it's really, really hard right now in the economy, and we want to make sure that everybody gets access to the information they need. So we have like a deep discount coupon. It's below. It's only going to be for 48 hours, so make sure... If you're really serious about getting your life back on track and you're tired or feeling the way you, you have, that you take advantage of that opportunity before it's gone. All right. So right now, as we dive into the podcast, um, the last thing that I will say is for those of you who have been giving me a lot of DMs, I'm getting a ton of DMs. I just want to address you right now because I cannot get to the hundreds that I get all the time. A lot of you are saying you are just having a toxic environment, toxic situation with parents and a toxic situation maybe in your in your home or in your marriage or whatever it is with your parents. Like I said, all, it, it's, it's just no support and toxicity all around type of a thing. I feel you. And the one message I want to give to those women and an opportunity is that the thing is in order for you to get your life together, if you're in those types of situations, there's two things you need. Two things you cannot not have. The first one are the tools on how to navigate it. That's why I'm talking about um, the emotions course and the emotions class and all this stuff because the tools are what women are, me- are missing. They, they are good women, but they just don't have them. And the second one is support. There's no way you can live in a toxic home and hear toxic things about yourself and how bad you are and how much you're a disappointment and how much you're, or maybe just you get ignored, you're unloved or treated as if you're unloved, right? Um, and then feel good about yourself and be motivated to like make next steps. Like that's not realistic. Can I just be frank? You need a positive environment. And for those of you who don't have one, we have. And that's the last thing I'll, I'll remind everyone is inside, and I've mentioned it before, we have Thrive Muslima. And actually, we made something special for women right now that we have two things. One, you can either um, be part of the international sisterhood with all the women who are in there. They're reverts, they're divorced, they're, they're, they're in their high iman, they're in their low iman, but they're all doing it together. Um, and just be part of that sisterhood. And we have something special right now. It's, um, it's almost like a luxury package, but it's definitely, um, it's definitely you spoiling yourself and getting the good that you need right now. And it's, the sisterhood in every single course I've ever made combined, combined, and you get access to everything. I'll put the link below. It's for the Thrive Muslim um, access. But I just want to say whatever you're going through, you just need tools and support. All right, let's dive into the free class. Let's go. Hello, Assalamu alaikum. Happy to have you here in our master class where we are going to learn how you can take control of your emotions and live happier. And everything that I'm going to cover 
today is actually an excerpt from an entire course that I have on how to master emotions. And this is um, something I'll explain to you if you're really interested, you can get by the end of the class. But for now, we're going to take the best parts of that and explain to you some things about yourself that I think you're going to find are life changing. Now in this day and age, everybody's busy and we get that. So we value your time. I'm going to go right into it and tell you what you're going to learn today. You're going to learn number one, how your mind is holding you back. Now the minute I learned this and the steps to take next, it's when things change for my life completely. The second one is how to stop caring about what other people think. A lot of people like really struggle with this one, but they don't realize how much it's connected with our emotions and our mindset. And three, how to access control, how to access how to control any emotion quickly. And it could be anger, stress, anxiety, you name it. There's a way to deal with it and you just need the tools. We'll talk about how we can get to that. So I want you to imagine yourself waking up tomorrow feeling happy feeling good, wanting to address the day, not having all of the anxiety or stress or just depression or, you know, the anxiety that, that keeps you thinking about your problems over and over again. Imagine a life where you didn't have to have that. Well, it's completely possible. And I'm not just making this up. This is really possible. I had that and I got better. And that's what I want for you. And what I think women really need to know is that mastering our emotions is directly related to our happiness. Now, in case you're not sure if you're in the right place, I just want to help you to understand if you are tired of feeling as horrible as you do and you know you don't want to continue feeling another day as horrible as you do and you just don't know how to feel better, you're in the right place. You are also in the right place if COVID-19 has only made your bad feelings worse. You want to be able to not feel depressed or anxious about what tomorrow will bring, but obviously COVID-19 has only exacerbated any previous really strong negative emotions that you had. And lastly, you are definitely in the right place if you just want to live a happier life. You didn't think maybe your life would turn out like this and you're desperate just to feel better. You just want to be happy. Well, you are not alone. Every woman wants to be happy, but why do we treat it as if it's something impossible and unattainable? It is not. We're going to talk to you today about how you can feel better and live better. So like I said, I was once in your shoes. I've been there. And here's the thing. As women, we're always worried about taking care of everyone else. We're always worried about pleasing everyone else. But guess what? Today, I give you my full permission to be selfish. I mean, it's not really selfish, but if you want to feel like it is, you can be selfish today. Let's shut down all your internet tabs. Yes, even your usual apps. Let's grab some coffee, a pen, and let's get busy, inshallah. Now, my goal for you is that by the end of this masterclass, you will know exactly how your mind works and what you need to do in order to take the next steps to feel better. Now, before we jump in, I do want to just let you know a couple fun facts. Matter of fact, one in particular. Now, I'm not going to lie, finding this out blew my mind. Did you know that about 95% of who we are by the time we're 35 years old is just a memorized set of behaviors, emotional reactions, unconscious habits, hardwired attitudes, beliefs, and perceptions that function like a computer program? We are on autopilot. And so because of that, you might have heard me say this in some of my podcasts, in order to truly take control of your life, all you must do is interject with a clear plan and follow through. Now, if you do that, it changes the game completely. But if you don't, you stay on autopilot, which means continuing to feel exactly as you do now. Now, if you know me and all the work that I do, I'm really big on giving gifts and helping you walk away with the steps, like step by step, in order to know exactly how to feel better. So, if you stay until the end, you're going to receive a copy of the How 
to make the change, the emotional awareness framework. And this is exactly like the plan that I will keep referring to in order to feel better and take next steps. But let me be brutally honest. As women, when we think about working on ourselves and helping ourselves, we tend to stop ourselves in our tracks because we're always claiming we don't have time, right? We're fear-facing what is bothering us. Oh, I don't want to deal with having those thoughts. They hurt. Or I'm not really sure where to start. But guess what? Today, I will crush all of those. I will help you to understand that you do have time. We're just making a choice not to have time. These things do not have to be scary. They can actually be incredibly easy. We usually just fear what we don't understand or know. And so I'm going to help you to understand and know today, inshallah ta'ala. And if you don't know where to start, guess what? With the plan that I give you, the little gift, you're going to know exactly where to start, what to go next, and where to end. I'm going to walk you through it. I created the plan for you. You don't have to do anything. You just have to follow it. And the thing is, I want us to imagine, if we don't take that step to learn, can we imagine staying the way that we feel right now forever? Would you want that? Because if the answer is no, you know, I want you to know everything will stay exactly as it is unless you initiate change. I think that's what's scary. Not feeling better, not changing. Now, the really amazing news is that science has finally caught up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, the Quran always said that things could be a better way. And scientists used to think it couldn't. But guess what? Scientists used to think the brain couldn't change. But they were wrong. It is elastic. Subhanallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala actually made us have the ability to heal and change from any trauma. I don't care if it's a childhood situation that's looming over you or like a bad breakup or whatever it is. It doesn't really matter. The good news is that we can break the cycle and heal at any time. The catch is we don't heal until we take the next step. And that's what today is. That's why you're here. You're taking the next step. And all I'm saying is that we have to follow through. Now, what I'm going to share with you today is what I created called the Emotional Mastery Framework, where I'm going to walk you through these three phases of healing and living better. And that's literally all you have to do is just go through them. And inshallah, you'll see an incredible difference in how you feel and live. Now, like I told you before, my team and I are live in the chat, so we're going to dive right into this information. Keep leaving questions and comments. Don't worry. We'll respond as we go on. And if we don't get to anything, we will answer it, like I said, in the end with an email, inshallah. So I want to start with my story, where I was and how I changed, because this is where I got all this information that I'm going to share um, that actually changed my life. And it's going to be really quick, but I do want to mention this one really important part of my life that literally is where the change began. And I was in a place probably about 10 years ago. I was really not happy in my marriage. I didn't like who I was. I was stressed. I was anxious. And I didn't feel happy ever. I'd wake up every morning and just not even want to address the day. I had some negative thoughts that were overwhelming me and just day in and day out, I just didn't know how to stop it. I didn't know how to feel better. Now, I remember one particular day I was driving down the highway and I got a phone call and I remember it was one of those shocking phone calls and I remember just pulling off to the side of the road because it was just emotionally a lot to deal with and hanging up the phone. And that phone call was actually somebody telling me that somebody that I was very close to as a teacher had passed away. A person who had just had an incredible impact in my life and had taught me so much. And I remember putting down that phone and just bawling profusely, like just like five to 10 minutes of like hard, hard crying. Like, you know, this type of crying, like where like your eyes get all puffy underneath. It's not the kind where you could just like go into a gas station and next minute later and no one's going to know what happened. You get a little tissue. It was serious crying. And then I put down the phone and I stopped and I thought about it. And I was like, 
I had one or two family members who were really important to me pass away just this year, and I did not cry the way I cried for this particular person. What is going on with me? Why am I like this? And that's when I had my epiphany. I realized that the reason I was so upset is because that person was no longer on the earth to benefit from. That person was ripped away from me. And it reminded me of when Rasulullah he spoke about how, would you like, you know, people when, when they leave the earth, would you like to feel that they, that they are relieved when you are gone or that they, they benefited from you and they were, they were distraught like when you, when you left, like they, they missed something, like something great was ripped from the earth. And that's the way I felt. I felt like something great was ripped from the earth and I could no longer benefit and I was sad. And I realized in that moment, I had asked myself, this person was so powerful in terms of a legacy they left behind. What legacy do I want to live? What kind of a mother do I want to be? What kind of a wife? Do I want people to remember me for being snappy and, and, and having no patience and stressed out and, and, you know, irritable? Like, do I want that? Because that's exactly where I'm going. So I took the next step and I called up another mentor that I had and I told her, you know, what I was feeling. And she said, no worries. I have a plan. And this is what I did. I spent the next couple years. So I'm condensing what I learned in years into something very short for you and powerful. And she gave me this kind of uh, framework that I worked with. And I now teach it, like I said, to thousands and thousands of women. So I want you to also make the connection here that I didn't just sit and wallow in myself. I realized I needed help. I realized I didn't have the answers. And then I went to somebody who could guide me through it. So before, um, you know, I wanted to escape myself. I was depressed. I was borderline suicidal. However, after I learned this information and I went through it, I had a better relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I had a higher self-esteem that's directly related to caring about what people think. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. I had better relationships, overall happiness. I went on to teach this, like I said, to women from 137 different countries worldwide. So let's get into the how of it, the crux of it, right? Which is that emotional mastery framework. The thing I'm telling you I want to share with you today. And like I said, do not forget, you're going to get a downloadable plan if you stay to the end. I'll make sure I put it up. You're going to click it, download it, and you will walk away with exactly what it took me years to learn. And what is within that plan is it's going to teach us how our mind keeps us stuck, the reason why we care too much about what people think, and how to stop the strong emotions and take control of any emotion. Now, the key to getting control of your emotion actually lies in our ability to move from being a victim in a state of weakness and helplessness to a helper of ourselves with the clear plan. We are becoming um, proactive instead of reactive. The reason you're upset right now, you're feeling really bad, is we are just reacting to these emotional feelings and they're only exacerbating. They're getting worse and worse, overwhelming. We can't control them. But when you learn how to master your thoughts, you then master your emotions, and then it turns to mastering your actions, your habits, and eventually your character. So if you're feeling like you don't think you're the best Muslim right now, or maybe you're no, like you know, like there's some stuff you could work on, it directly relates to that as well. It also helps with bad habits. It helps with so many things, but it starts with mind. So like I said, we're going to help you move from being this victim state of mind, this helpless person who just can't get over like the way that she feels like this and that to being someone with a clear plan who has power, who has purpose and knows how to take the next step. And so what I'm going to do right now, like I said, since this is a piece of a bigger full course, I'm going to give you a glimpse into phase one, phase two and phase three in Shalab All right. So let's look at phase one, how our mind works. This stuff floored me. 
had me not understanding why I didn't know this sooner, I could have been better sooner. Now there's some key things that you need to know about how your mind works. It is like the engine, like I have an engine of a car, it's like the engine of your whole body, right? So we really, really need to know that our mind is really important. Our heart is also really important, but a lot of things start in our thoughts. So let's take a look at these three important things that you need to know. Now we're gonna do this, I think it's more interesting this way, by taking a look at some common things you might have asked yourself unconsciously lately. Now, us falling prey to those things that we're talking, these little inner conversations, that actually what stops our progress. So let's see if this question um, or two, these two questions here, kind of sound familiar. Why am I like this? How did I get like this? Feeling like an emotional train wreck, that moment where you're just like, oh, when is this going to stop? How did this get like this? What, 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 why, why, why? That is something many, many women face. And that is someone um, named Jamila that we had worked with and she described that same thing. She had gone through, I've tried everything, I have so much going on in my life, I cannot keep um, track of all the things that I have to do, all the things that people need for me. My parents have these expectations, you know, my husband has these expectations. How did I become like this? How did I get to this point? So let me tell you exactly what the cause is and why you might be getting to this and what I tell women. I want you to feel a lot better about yourself because it is not your fault. It is your automatic brain. Our brain is this circuit of memories and it just wants to repeat them over and over with uh, like unless we do something to, to stop it, it will just keep going. And this is something we need to take a hold of. But knowing that we have this autopilot thing happening and it's the way biologically our brain is structured makes all the difference. Now, unfortunately, one of the things our brain loves to repeat is trauma. If you've had a bad experience, oh, believe me, it's gonna make sure that you relive it over and over again. Now, our emotions can actually end up changing who we are. And you might have heard me talk about this in a podcast or two. I'll just go into it a bit deeper here. So we all have this really big emotional experience, right? And that emotion becomes a memory, right? This happened when I was a kid. This happened in this relationship that I had. This happened in this experience with my parents, whatever, right? But it stays. And something incredibly emotional like that, if we don't know how to handle it after it happens, that moment of impact, that's when things get dangerous. Because oftentimes those emotions can feel overwhelming, traumatic even. And here's the thing. If you have held on to that, that emotion, like, and it lasts more than four hours, it is now your mood. People ask, you know, why does she feel like that? Oh, she's in a mood. You know, this thing happened to her today. And then if we keep holding it for weeks and months, it becomes our temperament. Like people could feel us in the house, like, you know, going around, having an attitude, you know, being stressed out, being, being anxious, worried, you know, and these are things that just continue. And here's the even crazier thing. If you hold on to that way past that, maybe you keep it as part of your emotional personality. Yes, your personality was not even supposed to be like that, but because of these experience, you know, you say things like, well, that's why I am the way I am. And you actually make it part of your personality. It literally becomes a personality trait. So our emotions, we have become our emotions. Now, I think that's the scariest thing because that means we have not reached our potential as what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us for. We have just become a ball of our past experiences as opposed to the great person that we are put on this earth to be. And so what we're doing today is we're just helping you go back to that great person that you were initially meant to be, that amazing person that you are, that is just like trapped inside of you and to just shake off all of these other things. Inshallah, bismillah.
And so what I want you to get from this section is that your brain will just repeat and repeat and repeat. It is hardwired to do that. The only way to stop it is to intercede. And that's what the plan is about. Now, if you still don't understand how this happens, let's talk about your routine, right? From the minute we wake up, we brush our teeth, we get ourselves some coffee, or the way that we even react to the same people who call us every day or we see somewhere. Over time, this way of thinking builds deep-rooted pessimism sometimes and very reactive, right, instead of proactive ways of addressing things. The same way you wake up and do those things, you could almost like, I could drive to a place almost unconsciously, not even paying attention to the road because we're so used to doing it every day. This is that autopilot. So we might be having these routines, not just of pouring our coffee, but of how we react to people and react to things every day. So what's the solution? What can we do about it? Like I mentioned, having a detailed plan bit by bit. So basically what I was taught when I had to move myself through was how my mind works, how to align my intentions with my purpose, how to control my habits, how to change my mindset, and how to live more mindfully. This part of the plan is the part that helped me to stop with the why does this keep happening, stop that reactive, repetitive nature. And as soon as I understood this in the deep nature, I was able to stop those thoughts in their tracks. And the reason this helped me is because it helped me to start that first part of the plan, how I react to my thoughts at the minute they are created. And a plan helps us from being reactive. It helps us to move from being reactive to proactive. So as soon as I would have these thoughts that were overwhelming from some traumatic experience, I would say, whoa, wait a minute. And then I would do A, B, C, and it would be gone. Now, another question you might have had looming in your mind in terms of how the brain works is why can't I stop thinking about my problems and they never seem to change? Like, I can't even get myself to change. So if you've ever wondered why you can't, you know, lose weight, why you can't keep to a, to a plan for exercise, why you can't finally get yourself organized, as we mentioned before, our brain just loves to repeat. It loves to keep us comfortable cozy. But honestly, that's not the best place to be. You know, our mind tells us things like, don't start that diet today. Start it tomorrow. You're too busy. It can wait. Or don't think about that. It just makes you uncomfortable. It'll go away eventually. Now, Shethan, he takes total advantage of this and also tells us, seems this waswasing, don't pray right now. You still have to finish this or that. It will only take a couple of minutes and then you can pray. Or don't say sorry. She won't even accept it. It's not worth it. Just leave it alone. So between our brain doing this keeping us comfortable thing, don't change, and the shaitan waswasing us, we have a lot working against us. Now, the way our brain is hardwired, it does it to keep us comfortable. But Bren Brown says something very powerful. You can choose courage or you can choose comfort, but you cannot have both. So what can we do? Well, for yourself, you need to have the detailed plan. I keep going back to it, guys, because it's literally the safeguard and the method on how to react every time your mind starts talking to you out of doing things that are actually good for you. Number two, for shaitan, obviously we all know we should use the dhikr described in the Quran and Sunnah. And I have something I also use called the five-second rule by Mel Robbins. It's actually very powerful for actually Muslims. A lot of us don't realize. And just to get up and do ibadah, like missing a fajr and things like that. There's just when shaitan is waswasing us to not be better, not do better. I definitely use this within my program to kind of help women to get rid of the waswas of shaitan and also to get themselves motivated. Now, the last question might keep coming over you is how come I stress over things that might not actually be a threat to my life, but they feel like they are? 
For example, things that have not even happened yet, guys, but we just like, oh, well, what if this happens? What if, what if, what if, when it didn't even happen? And it honestly will probably not be the end of the world, but kind of feels like it. So what's the cause of this? And this was very powerful when I learned. The first thing to know is that our mind is not just hardwired to be automatic and repeat and keep us comfortable and all that great stuff. It, not so great stuff, right? It is also wired to think of the worst case scenario. Yes, you are not crazy thinking the worst. Your brain is conditioned to make you take any problem in your life. I want you to think of any problem and think of the worst possible outcome. It wants you to be safe. It wants to protect you. So it makes you crazy by thinking of the worst possible thing that could happen, even if it's not even going to happen. And you know, by keeping our brain continuously worried, 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 worried about things that have happened before or how they might happen again, even if there's not really a chance. Like pretend there's somebody who hurt you once, but they're not even in your life anymore. How do you keep worrying? It's not like they're there. Things like that. So our brain just keeps us worried. Now, the second thing that is crazy, I mean jaw-dropping crazy when I learned this, is that our mind doesn't actually know what a threat truly is from what is not. Now, this is a good and a bad thing. I'm going to give you a perfect example. All right, let's, let's look at an example with fear, for example. Have you ever watched a scary movie? Now, if you've heard me talk about this before, I'm not advocating scary movies. I'm just saying, have you ever watched a movie where you were just sitting in front of a TV on a Friday, Saturday night, and you could just... Feel that moment where like something really scary is happening. Maybe you heard a sound in your kitchen or on the window in the, across the house. Or, you know, you could feel your heart pounding. You feel scared. You feel the hair stand up on your arms and you just start breathing a certain way. You literally feel scared as if you're in that movie. Now, let's look at the opposite situation. You're not in front of a TV where clearly nobody's coming to kill you, right? But you're in front of a lion in the jungle. Let's pretend like you're really actually in front of him and you are there. What is your body's physical response? Well, same thing. You're going to be like looking all around. Your heart is pounding, right? You're getting sweaty. Your, your hair is standing on, 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 up on your arms. You're getting nervous. You're breathing heavy. You're worried. Wait a minute. You are having the same physical response in your in a real situation where you're actually in trouble, you could actually die, versus on a couch on a Friday night in front of a TV where clearly no one's coming to harm you. Have you ever thought of how that and why that was? Really, think about it. It's quite miraculous. It means your brain doesn't know when it's actually in real danger. So it just puts your body into fight or flight. Get out of here. Let's protect us mode. But you know what that means? That means you're getting scared and worried over things that might not actually be a threat to you because you're trusting and I'm trusting our brain who doesn't know the difference between harm and something that is not harmful. And so the question again is what can we do? Well, I have a method that I use of fooling the mind to believe that we are just fine. Because I mean, according to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his qadr, we are just fine, right? We're supposed to trust Allah and all that stuff. And many of us know we need to do that. But we're usually not so good at it. Don't worry. I have an exact step-by-step, -step, examples, exercises, everything in my workbooks. I want you to know that you just literally need to fool your mind to trick it back. There's a particular way to do it. And then you won't feel worried and scared. And so what I initially teach women is how to become a more positive thinker. To think 
positively, even if you're quite the negative thinker right now. It just means that you have to shift and know how to trick your mind. And the second one is, if you've had bad experiences, I'm so sorry that that has happened to you, but you do not have to allow those experiences to make you who you are today, to affect your life anymore. We can teach you how to erase them and put them past you. You're going to acknowledge them. You're going to learn from them, but you're not going to be held down by them anymore. And that's the huge difference. And that's what happened to me. I had particular people in my life that actually I would blame my my feelings of this for and blame, like, but the blame doesn't really help us, guys. We acknowledge that it happened, but then we learn how to move on by erasing parts of it and rewriting others. Now, there's a ton more we can go into about this, but I'm going to leave it right here for now in terms of the mind and go into phase two. But don't forget, the gift that I'm going to give you is available very soon. Inshallah, we're going to breeze through part two and three, and I'm going to give you a copy of the plan on the emotional awareness framework. I want to go into caring about what other people think, which is living in phase two, and I'll tell you what's in phase two in a second. Now, a very common problem is people usually come to me with this I know people I can't stop caring people think it could be social media it could be your parents and all the pressure they put on you it could be your spouse and their high expectations whatever it is your in-laws and how they're constantly criticizing you and you're like what does that have to do with what we just talked about well it has a lot because it's directly related I'm gonna just say it right here to self-love and self-esteem building and the fact of the matter is is so many of us are actually struggling in this area a little bit more than we realize and this issue also has something to do with the way our brain works but there is also something else we need to face to address this one we need to address you and how you feel about yourself you and how much you like who you are and how you feel confident about what you look like and so on. The minute I got to this piece because I, I was struggling with certain parts of it, body image is a huge problem for women. You might have heard me talk about this in other classes and podcasts. 90% of women have a problem with their body. So in terms of we get into body or we get into, you know, what degree we have or don't nor our life accomplishments or not or just like, you know, what our thighs look like or not, like this matters. It very much affects how we care about what other people think about us. So I want women to know is that there are two huge causes for caring about what people think too much. The first one is low self-esteem, like the low self-worth, the poor body image, all that stuff. And the second is being unsure about our why. Now, when I say why, I mean the confidence in the decisions you've made for your life. Whatever it is that your why is, if you don't feel solid on it, when people approach you, it's going to be hard. So these feelings have an incredible effect on how we deal with other people. And this is directly related to social media. How many people are, are getting suicidal over certain things and depressed, depressed over social media, right? And maybe as Muslims, we're even questioning our identity because of it. This is really, really deep. And so like I said, the self-worth, the self-esteem, and then our why. Why we're hijab? Why have this career path? Why we're Muslim? Why we married the guy our family hates? Why we chose a certain path in life? But what other people says gets to us because we don't feel 100% confident. And that's what I need us to understand. What I had to do, the phase two that I went through, was I had to learn how to love myself. I had to learn how to feel good. And people are like, how do you love yourself? Well, that's what I mean. That's what I go into. How to do that and how to feel really confident and sure 
about the choices that you make so that when people ask you about them, they don't bother you so much because you feel really good about them. And that moves us right into the solution. Now, the only way to do this and what I had to do is I had to go through some self-esteem building activities to get myself back on track. And, and they're not long and they're not hard. And that's just a matter of what you have to do. You have to take some time to invest in yourself. And like I said, most women won't because we think, you know, we don't have time and all this other nonsense, but that's just us holding ourselves back. We need to get solid also on our why. And we do that through different self-exploration, exercising, uh, exercises, connecting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and all these things. It's just a matter of little exercises and steps that you have to take. So that is how you're going to stop it. If you don't go into those things, you're just going to continue feeling the way you do. Now we're going to get into phase three now, which is about the healing and the strong emotions in the moment. So, okay, I got a hold of my mind. Okay, I got my self-esteem going, but, but, right, this sounds great, but what about we're in the heat of the moment? How am I going to handle these things that I'm feeling? Now, the truth about healing and controlling our emotions is that proactive piece, right? So there's something we could do for that as well. And that's when we go back to the tools and a plan because I always work with women on exactly what they're going to do when I get when they get really angry, what they're going to do next time they're really stressed. And they're very, very um, basic things, but they're things that are incredibly impactful. Now, the secret to getting control of your strong emotions actually lives within the 20 seconds between when an event happens to us responding. Now, I want you to think about that moment. I want you to think about when somebody cuts you off on the road when you're driving. You know, the first thing we do is we like, ah, we start to say something or feel something, or put our fists in the air, like whatever it is. I'm hoping you're putting nothing else in the air, right, guys? <laughs> but you know, I'm being honest, like that moment when somebody says something that just sets us off, like we are going to be like, boom, we're going to react. No, we actually have to harness that 20 seconds in between them doing and us responding. And in that is completely the path to changing this for you. Now I told you it really doesn't matter. It could be anger, stress, frustration, whatever. You just need to know how to respond and how not to respond. Otherwise, this will not stop. Our minds will always go right back into repetition. The last time I saw this person and they talked to me like this, even though it was my mother, um, I just I did this to her because we're just going to go boom right into it. It's the reaction. It's the repetition. We have to break the cycle, but we have to know how to respond, how not to. And that's what I teach women. All right. So we have a clear plan and then we're set. But here's the dilemma, and let me just be really honest about this. A lot of us, we're like, okay, that sounds great, so just give it to me. Just give me, give me whatever steps and tools I need. And the mistake that so many of us make nowadays is getting into this culture of, I need a quick fix. Like, oh, like how can I get that? Can I change it in five minutes? Great, give it to me. Or, oh, can I get it on a 20, 30-minute class? Sure, I want to change my life in 20, 30 minutes. And we're not honest with ourselves and with how the world works that that is not how it works. And I get that we live in that quick, quick fix society. We want that 20-minute culture. But mastering your emotions isn't like that. If anyone tells you it is, they're lying. And I want to be really, really clear about that. Because here's the thing. The damage was dug into your memory. Realistically, I want you to imagine like a shovel and dirt and every time a bad thing happened to you, like that same bad experience with that same bad person, you dug a hole, you dug a hole, you dug a hole. Maybe you dug that hole with that person for 10 years. And the fact of the matter is, is now every time you walk over that hole, right, you're just like falling into it, like same reactive patterns over and over. That took time to create. And so basically that means you have to take time to reverse it. 
and fill the hole in so that when you walk over that situation again, you're not reactive and fall in the hole. Now, don't get worried, okay? I'm not saying that if you had a 10-year experience, it takes 10 years to heal. That is not what I'm saying. Believe me, I have a way faster way than that. But what I am saying is that clearly took time to create that experience in your life. So that clearly is not going to get solved in a 20-minute masterclass or a 30-minute masterclass. However, what I can do, like I've been doing, is share for you exactly what you need to do, exactly how your mind works the way it does, what's connected between you feeling a certain way and caring about what other people think. I can clearly lay out to you what you need to do. Now, before I get into um, exactly how I can help you, I want you to understand there are a couple questions I've seen in the chat that have popped up here and there that I just want to address. One of the things people say is, okay, so like I got that whole digging the dirt thing, but how long does this take to learn? In all reality, how long does it take? And typically what I do is even though it took me five years to learn myself, I then compact it and I put it into four weeks. When I teach women, I teach them how to do it within four weeks of their entire life. So you might feel horrible right now and feel like four weeks, gosh, that's a long time. But is it? Is it really in, in reflection of your whole life, how many years you will live, 80, 90 years, and you not doing anything and suffering for all those years? It's really not that long. So the actual framework to learn it, it only takes about four weeks. And I explained to you in the beginning that if you did want to go into the crux of it and what it takes, I have that in an entire full course. And basically with the phases, it's phase one with the mind and the intention and phase two with the love and self-esteem building. This is the, what I had to go through to heal myself. And the third one is like, those very, very specific step-by-step, step, I give you all of the answers and you have to do nothing. You can even like hold it as a script and just respond every time, whatever you need and how to make um, your changes in everyday emotions that you're having. And all of the stuff that I explain, and this is what is different. This is where I honestly couldn't find it anywhere else, is it's aligned with the Quran and Sunnah and modern day life. Because what I often found was I would find like, Western psychology and telling me how to deal with my problems, but they didn't take into account my Islam. And then I felt like that feels just like un-Islamic. But then I would go to Islam and the Quran and I found all these beautiful stories and inspirational things, but no real step-by-step -step plan. So what I did for you is I suffered all those years, but I basically condensed the two together where I found that step-by-step, -step, but then I also merged it with everything that is completely aligned with what we believe and how we live. Now, a lot of people ask me like, really? Like, can we just be honest? What are the chances of my life, you know, of me feeling better, getting better? What I can tell you is, the only thing I can't do for you is make you decide to take the first step. This is something where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he made the playing field even for everyone. Everyone has a chance. I told you the brain is elastic. We can all heal. Allah is, a, is al adl he's the most just. Allah is Rahman, he's so merciful. But we cannot expect him to do things for us when we don't initiate and take any steps. So I can't do that for you. You have to choose to live better. And as we've learned today, because our emotional problems have biological roots, it's highly impossible to better our situation without the intervention. And because that's just the way our body was designed, if we don't consciously initiate change, nothing will get better. Now, this is where I'm just going to be completely honest as your sister. Your future is in your hands. So I actually have opened up this free class. I only opened this class and my entire course for 10 days. And I do that because I have so many women that I have to support within the class and the course. And then I go on and I usually often teach other ones. 
And there are tons of women that have walked away with absolutely amazing experiences. If you've heard my podcast and you've heard things that I've spoken about, it is totally possible. And you could be as happy as they are. There is literally no reason you can't. But I'm going to be incredibly transparent that I only do a limited registration once, sometimes twice a year for this particular course and for most of my courses. So we open it then and we want to work with women personally. We want to get to know them. We want to support them. And that requires focus. So we cannot leave this class open. We want women to get access to everything. Very easy to be accessible. But regardless of what you decide, I want you to know that a happier life is completely possible. We only stop ourselves. All right, so this is the part where I say thank you so much for attending the master class. And I definitely have the gift of the plan for you below. Do not forget to download it. In fact, share it with anyone you think who could benefit. And just remember that a happier life literally just means choosing to do something about how you feel. We all get, we all have choice, right? We all have free will. So the only difference between another sister who's happy and you is that she has chosen to take certain actions. She has chosen to live a certain way. If you choose the same, you can be just as happy. All right, so I look forward to seeing you in the full course and working with you uh, side by side to make sure that we walk you through all the phases of healing so that within that short amount of time, you could feel better for a lifetime. Assalamu alaikum. Well, I hope that helped, ladies. Thank you so much for joining the podcast. For those of you who stuck to the end, that means you're really, really serious about this for yourself and you really, really deserve help. Don't forget, all you need are tools and support. We put the links below to everything else, to the course, to Thrive. We are here for you. But the truth is, the podcast is only a 20 minute, like easy breezy thing that you listen into. But action, actually changing things has to happen from you. You have to take a next step for yourself, but only you can do that. All we do is provide the resources. Love you all for the sake of Allah. Have an amazing rest of day and I'll see you in the next podcast.